Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you and enjoy. Sharing your faith is part of growing up. It's a divine current that God has poured into a flow. And all we have to do is just jump in it. What does it look like for you to share your faith with a confidence that God has called you and empowered you? Well, good morning. Okay, okay. This is the loud crew right here. Okay, okay, Jeff, calm down. Simmer down. Simmer down. Hey, it's good to be here with you guys. It is, uh, it is summer. How, how many of you know it is summer? And the, and the planet is getting hot. It's getting hot. It's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. But you know what? One thing I do know, it doesn't matter how hot it is. Uh, let's see if you guys are with me. I still like drinking hot coffee. I'm not, I'm not those iced coffee dudes that switch. Okay? I'm not. I don't. Uh, those, those of you who are hot coffee drinkers, yes. Okay. Okay, how many have you had, by the way, today? Okay, okay. All right, okay. Uh, she's awesome. She's one of our trustees, actually. Uh, yeah. But um, I realized something, that uh, I drink so much coffee, and sometimes I go to the same place. And before COVID, I would always go to Starbucks. There was a particular Starbucks, I mean, two, and I would go to them all the time. And I still do here and there, but I used to religiously do that. And uh, just, that was my thing, that was my thing. And uh, I remember once I walked in, and I was on phone call, I sat down, and I got my laptop up, out, and I started to do some work and return some emails and all that. And all of a sudden, I see, and someone comes and just drops off my coffee. Right there. And I was like, I looked up and she was like, got you. And I'm like, why? Now, I don't, I don't do black coffee, friends. It's complicated, okay? I don't do just black coffee. She has to know my stuff. And so she knows it. And I'm like, oh, man, that made me feel so special, right? The, I mean, and then, then it started happening. I was like, this is cool, uh, you know. And uh, I was, I'd sit there and then uh, they would just bring my order to me. And I don't know what it is, but I can get used to that. Anybody else can get used to that? I was like, I'm, I'm the man. I, 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 I have arrived. If I walk in and they're like, hey, I mean, they don't spell my name correctly, but they do. <laughs> they have never have. They never have. And for a season, I actually called myself Beyonce, which they loved. Uh, but um, but it's, it's so cool. Okay, have you ever had a moment like that where you felt uh, so special? Like someone made you feel special, Right. Like, I mean, there, there are people who uh, you interact with, maybe just during the day, maybe it's a restaurant, maybe it's like out of the blues, but they, blue, but they make you feel so special and you feel like, oh man, this is awesome. This is so, so great. Well, the reason why I want to talk to you about this is that the feeling that you get about being special is uniquely human. But there's another feeling that is not just, uh, it's, it's as intense, but it's more lasting. 
is when you and I make someone else feel special. It's not just me and you feeling special because we think and we will love the idea, we love the attention. But what does it look like for us to make other people feel special? And if you don't think this is very spiritual, if you're watching, you're, you just jumped on, you're like, okay, why, why is this topic so important? Because I think it fundamentally uh, shows us what we believe about Jesus. It shows what we believe about the followers of Jesus and the message of Jesus. Because maybe you grew up and the idea was that there are some of us that are special and you're going to a special place. Does that make sense? And no doubt, Jesus said, hey, 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 I, I'm going to create a place for you. And you have no idea what it's going to look like. You have no idea, but you, you, and you're special. So part of that is very much true. But if your life and your, uh, the way you live out your life is all about, I'm special, some people are special, I'm one of those, <laughs> and I'm going to a very special place. And by the way, I get my crown on, like streets of gold, got a mansion, right? Bling, blinging, okay? Now that theology is it's out there, and there's truth to that. But if you look at the life of Jesus, what you realize is that instead of us being a special people or some of us being a special people and going to a special place. In fact, Jesus said that humanity is all special, that, he, that God loved the world so much that he gave his son, the world, not just you and me, just the world. And we are actually not necessarily supposed to um, feel special, which we do, but we are special and we're, create, and we're called to make other people special. So instead of going to a place that's special, we're supposed to make earth special. We're supposed to make each other special. We're supposed to uh, interact in such a way that we're in actually invading uh, earth with heaven. And so when Jesus walked into human history and grew up in it and begins teaching, but not just that, living his life, he lived in such a, such a way that he made people who thought they were not anything they thought they were just marginalized or people group, that people, other people were, did not want to talk to them. They were the untouched. They were the ones you don't really talk about. He went particularly after them, and he made them feel special. So I think he's inviting us to do the same thing. You see, last week I talked about the idea like, that part of growing up spiritually is, is, um, is sharing, right? Because physically growing up, you have to tell your kids to share. But spiritually, you got to do the same thing. You share your faith. That's a part of growing up. That's a sign of maturity. The other sign also of maturity is this idea of making people feel special. You see, if you and I just live our lives trying to, uh, trying to experience being special, like we want other people to make us special. Like, have you ever had a conversation and you're like, oh my gosh, you just want to make, you just want to feel special. Like, I, I, I have to live my life here to make you special. You know what that is? That is, a, that is an immature adult. Because you know who you have to make feel special? Kids. Kids. Kids, you make, make them feel special. You know who makes kids feel special? Adults. <laughs> adults. So spiritually adult people, you know what they do? They don't walk around trying to make themselves feel special or trying to fill in this gap. A spiritually adult people make what? Other people feel special. And so I think for some of us, I think this fundamentally changes the way we live out our Christian faith. Here Jesus steps up the level. He says this in John 13. John 13, he says, I, 
A new, a new, help me out with this, okay? A new command, I what? Okay, what is the command? Love one another as I have what? Loved you, so you must love one another. Stop right here. You see, this is a new command because uh, it's not the old one. Oh, nice. Naeem, that's, that's wow. Wow, that's good. That's good, Naeem. Someone write that down. <laughs> see, the Jewish people, though, they were like, this is a new command. Because the old command was love, love yourself like, love others like you love yourself. That was the old command. Like the whole, like the golden rule situation. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. Love your neighbor as your self. He changed it. He grew them up spiritually. He's like, this is the next level. Don't treat people like you've been treated. Treat people the way I treat you. Don't treat people like you think you should be treated. Because some of us, come on, come on, on certain days, you are really mean to yourself. And that justifies you being mean to other people. If you call yourself names, it is so much easier to call other people's names. Right? Right. But he says, no, 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 I want you to treat others like I have treated you. So I make you feel special? Here, here it is. I want you to make other people feel special. So the question here, the big one, is how do the people around you feel? when you're with them? Do they feel like they are on edge? Do they feel like comfortable? Do they feel safe? Do they feel seen? Do they feel, what do they feel? And you're like, listen, I don't have time for that. I got time for that. I'm just trying to figure out my own feelings. I know, I get that, but it's time to grow up. Maybe, just maybe, we have to move and shift in a different way. To live our lives that's, that's, that's saying, okay, I, I'm a follower of Jesus and now God has given me something where I don't have to always try to manage my feelings all the time. I can think about other people's feelings. I can think about other people's mind, the minds and thoughts. So the question is, hey, as a husband, hey, how does your, feel, how, how, what, like, how does your wife feel around you? It, at parties? At gatherings? Insecure? Safe, loved, cared for. How do your kids feel around you? How do your friends feel around you when you're hanging out with them? Are they like, oh, God, no, 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 no. Or are they like, oh, man, it's awesome. Like, how, how do people, how do people feel around you? And so, I think it's very hard, right? You're like, oh, can you be, it's the summer. It's too hot for this topic. Like, can we just talk about something else? But I think we can do it because we, friends, are given this task. And it's not a task that has burden attached to it. It's not like, oh, God, we can't do this. We can do this. We can do this because God has given us his very presence. He's given us powers and gifts. He's given us the ability, in fact, ability, supernatural ability. If you look it up, we'll, we've done a series on this, supernatural ability to, in fact, know what some people are going through. So you can, in fact, know what people are going through somehow, and you don't know why you know this, but you know this. And the reason why you're giving this, given this information is because he's called you to create something really special. You know, when people walk into Mosaic, and every time we have newcomers, and we have classes or workshops or whatever, and we ask people, they're like, there's something really special about this place. We don't know. There's something special about it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, 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 I know why. It's not because it, we, there are very special people here. 
but because the majority of people at Mosaic make other people feel special. And they do it not because it's a position, not because they volunteer and it's their week to make them feel special. And next week, but some of you guys though, I know you guys have walked in and you're like barely awake. Okay, I get it. And kudos to you to volunteer. But it's because you naturally do this, and I believe we can do this. And if I feel, and I just, I just know that if we move this, this movement of Jesus to a point where followers of Jesus are not those kinds of people, they are people who understand that, that we are, that, they are that, that everyone's special, and we're supposed to create, create this earth or this place, this, this existence into a, um, um, a special place, a special moment. So let's jump in, okay? Let's jump in, okay? I'm going to assume that you guys are all with me, okay? Okay, so first thing, what do we need to do? First thing you need to do to make people feel special is you have to have, this word is decision. You have to set your intention to decide that you're going to do this. That means you have to, like, in a sense, preload your responses of what you think. It's like the believing the best about people, even though they don't deserve it. How many people in this world do you know that really deserve to, to be truly special? You're like, one or two, three. I am on the list. <laughs> but most people, but, but here, Jesus, Jesus acts in a certain way that he makes everyone feel special. So here I want to read you a passage. This is found in John. John records the, the, uh, when Jesus picked out or got all his disciples, right? So they were all kind of unique stories. But one of the disciples uh, that followed him was a guy named Nathaniel. Can you say Nathaniel? Nathaniel. So Nathaniel is a guy that doesn't get a lot of press, right? You're like, oh, there's no book of Nathaniel, okay? But he doesn't get a lot of press. But the calling, like when he met Jesus for the first time or heard about him, it's very interesting. So let me read this to you, okay? This is found in John 1, uh, starts at 46, verse 46. And, and um, he just, he's just been told about Jesus, okay? His boys go to him and he's like, hey, listen, 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 listen. I think we found the one. We found the Messiah. I think this is the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. And he's doing some amazing things. You should, I think this, you should come see. You should come see, okay? And Nathaniel's first response is, he says, he, uh, he says, hold on, hold on. Is he, he's from where? He's from where? What's the word? Nazareth. Nazareth. Nazareth? R- really? Not Waxaw? Well, I mean, really? Like, like, I mean, sorry, no, no shade on Waxaw, but what? What kind of name is Waxaw anyways? Like, what is it? Wax on, wax off, wax off. I don't know. Like, what? Some, I don't know. It's got to be Indian. I don't know. Whatever. But so he was like, Nazareth? And then what does he say? Can what? Who do you know who would say something like that? Who do you know you're like, they're, like, they're, they're spunky. They're like, they're, they're sarcastic. They're like, uh, can anything good, can anything good come out of that place? So that's the energy, right? Right there. So that, then, then Philip is, is like, hey, J- hey, shut up. Come and see. Okay. He didn't say shut up, but I think he did. Okay. So he says, just come and see. Just come and see. So then what happens? When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, what does he say? Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no what? Deceit. What do you think Philip was thinking? (laughs) You should have heard what he said. Okay. But Jesus starts off with a compliment. Like in other translations, like here's a dude. There's no deceit in him. 
He's, he tells it like it is. You can trust him. I mean, he hasn't even formally met him, and Jesus starts off. Like, could you imagine if you met Jesus like that? You're walking towards him in faith, and he goes, oh, everybody, check this out, this guy. This guy. I mean, he's got a mouth on him, but let me just tell you, no deceit. Do you know what happened in that moment for Nathaniel? I mean, he was like, I shouldn't have said that. Apparently, something good can come out of <laughs> Nazareth. Like, I shouldn't have said that. And then he's, he's shocked. He says, how do you know me? Nathaniel asked. Jesus answered, uh, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathaniel declared, Rabbi, you are the what? Okay, this is the, Jesus' stuff has not even started. He's the first guy to publicly say it. Did you know that? The first dude, besides John the Baptist. He's like, you know me. You, you, I mean, do you think Nathaniel felt special? See, when you make people feel special, there is something that happens to them. That there's some stuff that comes out of them that you and I will never experience. You know what came out of him? He says, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And then Jesus said, hey, you believe because I told you you were under a fig tree? <laughs> Let me just tell you, you're going to see what? Greater things than that. So what happens? See, when you make something feel special, what you actually do is you believe something about them or their potential, and then it causes them to react in faith. Like faith that was locked inside of people comes out. All of a sudden he goes, I didn't even believe that anything good could come out. And all of a sudden he's like, no, 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 you are the son of God. So I just wonder if there's something about making people feel special that faith comes out of them. Like if you want people to believe more and to risk more and to, be, uh, to, to step out more, I wonder if you just need to what? Just make them feel special. You have to decide your preloaded response to their negativity. You already go, you know what? You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. And for some of us, I think that's, that's what happens. He encouraged him and gave him all kinds of of vision for his life. He's like, hey, you don't even know. There's more out there for you. See, I think for our lives, I think for the people that we love, that we're close to, you have to decide. And some of us in our relationships are going to disappoint us like crazy. You know, this is where families, I mean, if you're dealing with kids, let me just tell you right now, your kids are not, they're not going to do what you want them to do. But write that down. Okay, they're just not going to do it. No, 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 Naeem, I have a plan for their life. Good luck. Good luck, okay? I'm not saying it's going to be negative. I just want to say that if you just breathe, breathe that faith into them, belief in them, trust in them, you will release something in them that you'll never release by trying to control them. Never. So do that. Second thing. I thing we have to do is we have to full-on communicate. Full-on communicate. And I mean, like, a communication is a big deal when making people feel special. And I'm not saying just talking. I'm talking about living your life a certain way, communicating with them, communicating, showing them. 
what's happening. And this, this, is, so, this is so profound. So Jesus, um, John continues to record his, his, way, his ways, and he, he records this, which is so honestly profound. Okay, this is a passage in which Jesus does something that rabbis would never, ever, ever do. They would what? Never what? Ever do. Rabbis don't do this kind of stuff. Okay? And he was considered a Jewish rabbi. He's eating a particular meal with them, and he does something. Um, here, let me read it to you. This is John 13. John 13, he says, when he had finished, finished, finished eating. No, no, no. Finished what? What's that word? Washing, Washing their what? Okay, first of all, see, some of you guys are like, I'm out. <laughs> right there, right there. My, my, my daughter, she's awesome. She calls feet dogs. <laughs> I didn't even realize it till she was like, get your dogs out of my face. I'm like, what? Dogs? We have cats. I mean, I thought we were, I mean, I like dogs. I prefer dogs. And she's like, get your dogs off. Like, or if I'm wearing sandals, she's like, why, 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 why can I see your dogs? I was like, what? How many, of, how many people call your feet dogs? Anybody else? Okay, that's her. Just her. Okay. Okay. We're starting a trend. We're starting a trend. Okay. Get your dogs off. Okay. So, so here he is, he just had finished washing their dogs, okay? <laughs> then he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Now, right there, see, you know, we all seek status, right? Oh, is it just me? Okay, we all do. We all seek a certain place. And we like people to know we're in a particular what? Place in life, you know? We've got this image Hey, there are certain things I used to do. I don't do them anymore. You know why? I've gone up. Next level, baby. Other people do that. I got other people for dogs and cats. Okay, I got other people. I, I got my place. And Jesus leaves his place and washes, washes their feet. And then he says, do you understand what I have done for you? And I'm sure everybody's like, No. Like, we have no idea. I don't even know what you're doing. Like, why, why are you doing this? And I mean, I'm sure someone was like, we have people for this. This is not your place. It's not your place to do this. Hey, it's not your place to do this. Hey, you are, you are, you are pastor, blah, 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 blah. You are boss, blah, blah, blah. You're CEO, blah, blah, blah. You're a supervisor. This is not my place. I don't do, this is not, have you ever heard this in your job? This is not my what? It's not my job. It's not my job. It's not my job. You hear it in two different places. One is people who are like, think that they're big and they want everybody else to make them feel special, right? And they're like, I'm not going to do this because it'll make me less special. And other people who are just frustrated, right? They're like, I, I can't do any, I, I, I'm trying to survive here. I can't focus on being, making people special. He says, no, it's, it's not my place, not my place. He says, do you understand what I've done? He says, you call me teacher and Lord. And he says, and that's right. That's what I am. But now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, so you also should wash one another's feet. I have set a, for you a, a, a what? An example that you should do what I have done for you. Now, that doesn't mean, hey, after service, we're going to wash the dogs. That's not happening. Okay? Okay? Okay, some churches do that, good for them. Good for them. 
Okay, we're not doing a washing of feet ceremony. See, when you take something like this that's supposed to be developing your character and turn it into a ritual, when you, when you take something like this, it's supposed to be your heart where you are no, you're not bigger than anybody else and you'll do whatever it takes and I will wash and I will do this and I will clean the bathrooms and I will do the dishes and I will do whatever. It does not matter. My status, my place doesn't matter. I'll do whatever it takes. Why? Because I want to serve the people I love. And so if you love people, if you're in the people business, you serve the people you love. You leave your place and you do this. And all of that, you, have, you, you are communicating to them that they are what? Special. They're special. They're special. I mean, you should have seen the reactions in the story of people. Peter, Peter lost his mind. He's like, you are not doing this. It's too much. It's too much for me. I can't do this. Because when you know that when you make someone feel special and everything inside of them that day told them they were not, man, it changes the game for them. It changes everything. So how do you and I do that? How do, you, how do you communicate that? How do you encourage people? I mean, it's easy. I think, I, I think it's actually, it's, you communicate to people um, by, man, by just giving them public credit, by... Um, Thinking of them and sending them a text by encouraging their dreams, by giving them attention, full-on attention. You know what takes me off the most when I'm talking to someone, okay, that I really, like, I mean, I'm having a conversation, and they're so distracted, they're looking for the next person to talk to. Like, you want to make people feel terrible? Do that. Like, they're just waiting for the next. Just waiting for the next. You want to make people feel special? Just, just, just. Just focus on them. Everybody is dead. You're just talking to them. When you do that to anybody, it just fills them up. You serve them because you're like, hey, 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 I'm not doing, this is not about me and my stuff. I'm focusing on you right now. So how do we, maybe that's a prayer right now. God, how do I, how do I make my, this person that I'm thinking of right now, how do I make them, how do, how do I communicate that they're special to me? There are people in your life that are so special to you. You have to communicate that. How do you, how do, you do it? And, and what's beautiful about this is that it, we can learn this. We can learn this. And we need to teach the next generation about this. A cool story here. So we had dance camp uh, this past week. Uh, uh, Q um, was having too much fun with, uh, with kids here. We had a dance camp and this week. And uh, what was awesome about that, though, is that uh, Kristen, uh, Pastor Kristen, she would uh, walk and interrupt them, honestly, this whole week, right, as they're doing dance camps and all that and walking by and all that and had developed some kind of a relationship with all these kids. And so it was her birthday. She turned 27. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Her birthday. And so she comes in and, and she comes in almost in tears and she has all the stuff in her hand the other day. And she's like, <sighs> I was like, what happened? And there's so much glitter everywhere. <laughs> And there's piles of, they're like, all the kids made me birthday cards. Aww. Right! <laughs> now, I didn't do that. I was like, that's cool. All right. You know, okay. But, and, I was, and then I was like, this is so much glitter. It's so much, it's going to get everywhere. But, but these kids, what do you think the kids were thinking when they were doing it? Oh, they, I'm, yeah, I'm doing this. What do you think it made them feel? Man, it taught them. 
It taught them. So I wonder if we need to teach ourselves. All right, let me give you the last one. Last one is this idea of commitment. You've got to commit, commit, commit to do that. If you lead people, if you lead teams, you know on your team there are people that you're like, oh, God. And then there are people you're like, I just love being around them. I love. But if you're going to commit to making people special, you've got to commit to making them special. You've got to seriously commit. It's easy to do it here and there. And I'm talking to myself. This is a hard talk, by the way. Is it hard? Is it hard? It's a hard talk. It's hard, but it's, 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 it's not for kids. It's not for kids. It's for adults, spiritually adult people, right? So commitment is a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, this past 4th of July, friends, I, whew, okay? So I was in Orlando uh, with my daughter, Nura, who was dancing like this. Like, got friends, I was dance dad. I was dance dad in Orlando for a week. Um, I got to be honest with you, Nura. She's in the room right now. I, I, I wanted to quit. I was like, I'm done. I, just, I, can't, I can't do this. These dads are like, some of them are, they're, 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 they've sold their lives. I mean, they're, they're, it's like, they're in all the way. They're in all the way. All the way. They've got stuff going on. They're prepared for a week of staying in a hotel lobby. Like, they, they know they know, I'm like, you've done this before. Me, I'm a rookie. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm begging for food in the lobby. You know, I'm like, please give me, can I have a pillow? We've been waiting for like five hours for this one dance. I love the dance, uh, but I'm like, just saying, oh my God, oh my God. And these, some of these people were committed. They're committed. And I thought, Lord Jesus, am I committed? Am I committed? Am I committed? Of course I'm committed, Right? And commitment's tough. It's just tough. It's tough. But when you, when you commit to relationships, right, they're like, they last longer and they're aged. And most stuff aged is what? It's good. It's also expensive. <laughs> really expensive. But, like, like, but when you quit on relationships, there's no aged. It's microwaved. That's it. And I don't know about you, microwave changes everything, doesn't it? It's the appearance of hot. But with certain things you put in there, you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to get cancer. You know, like, I, I, like what is happening? Like, this, this is just weird. See, commitment in relationships and commitment in making people feel special takes a lot, a lot. And I know I'm not selling you on this talk. By the way, I know some of you guys said this is the worst talk in the world. I should told Ashley, I said, this is not going to be the top 10 right here. Just say, not even top 20 talk, okay? This is a hard one, but this is important. It's important. Here's why. Because the early church, right, the church that, you know, just that basically led to what we are experiencing right now globally. See, they started with this idea that they were not special people going to a special place. They were they were special, and they were trying to create a special place here. They were trying to invade uh, earth with heaven. And they were trying to be a heavenly community in the midst of just an earthly disaster, right? So what do they do? Acts 2, let me read you this last passage. It says here, all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to one, to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. 
They broke bread in their homes and what? Ate together with glad, glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of what? All the people. And the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the birth of the movement of Jesus. It started with people committing that they were going to do whatever it took to love one another and to make each other special and to cover each other's burdens. And I see this at Mosaic. That's what, you know, when we do these block parties and we've had these block parties, some of you guys have gone to them, some of you guys have heard about them, missed a few, we've got, uh, I think, a few coming up as well. But these block parties are when we eat together, we hang out together, we talk together, we laugh together. They're, they even, there's crying together. I mean, there's all this togetherness. And the thing is, is there's, there's, there's something particular going on. It's people coming together, not a bunch of people, not, you know, 15 to 30 people coming together. And everyone in the room is like, make me feel special. Make me feel special. Make me feel good about myself. No, what are they doing? They're like, I just I want to share my life with you. Like, how can I, how can I, how can I connect you? The people who have been hosting these groups, what are they doing? They're making people feel special. Like when we do all these things, when we gather together, we make other people feel special. And that bursts, that bursts the movement of Jesus. You see, like when we read the first verse, and I skipped over this one particular part of the second thought. So I'm going to go right back. So I'm going to go to John, all the way John 13. When I told you, it says, a new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, right? And then he says the statement, by what? This, like if you do this, and I would propose if we do what I just talked about, if we do this, then who? Then somebody? What? Everyone. Everyone will what? Know you are my disciples. If you what? And my translation would be, if you just make each other feel special, if you care about the other person, if you don't, if you don't quit on them, if you decide, if you, if you communicate that, man, you'll, you'll change the world. You'll change the world. It seems kind of weird, right? But yeah, it does. Do you know how Jesus changed the minds of people who, who didn't want anything to do with Jesus or anything to do with Christianity? He had dinner with them. He had dinner with them. There's one guy in particular. I mean, some of you guys know the story of Zacchaeus, this guy, tax collector. He was on a tree because no one liked him, you know? I don't know. But he was also, you know, you just couldn't see Jesus coming. And he gets up on this tree and and Jesus looks at him and makes him feel so special. And everybody hates the dude. They're like, we don't want to have any, like th this guy has been taxing us. This guy has been stealing money from us. And he goes, yo, Zacchaeus, I have got to hang out with you. Like he literally invites him over, like invites himself over. He's like, I got to hang with you. There's something beautiful about that. And go, oh man, I gotta spend time with you. If you, I guarantee you, if you talk to someone even this week and say, man, you are, I gotta spend time with you, guess what they're gonna feel? Special. Special. Because God has made us not just feel special, He's made us special. He's given us His power, His Holy Spirit. He's called us the church. So shouldn't we not do that? 
If you're ever grateful for what God has done in your life, if you've ever felt God make you feel special, then we're called to make what others feel special. So let me pray for us. Lord God, this is very, it's very hard to do. Extremely complicated for so many of us. But the truth is, God, is you're calling us to, to grow up. And growing up means really owning the fact that we are your church. That we are, we have a special mission. We have a special calling. And we're called to be unique in our interactions with, with everybody. And God, I know that this is not easy by any means. And the world we live in says, no, 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 make yourself feel special. Make yourself feel special. Get more compliments than you give them. But God, your world is upside down. So God, I pray in a world that continues to challenge us, give us the power to change it. I pray this in your son's name. Amen. Let's stand together. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.